making sure you got the proper equipment. So a guy said, he's going to give me a refrigerator for $50. This guy's going to give me one for 100 I'm buying the 50 Well, find out why he's getting 100 So you have a true picture before you jump out there and start buying a building. Then you're all upset with the builder later. Welcome to the Food Startups Podcast. You just need the packaging to shout off the shelf. It's a different world when you actually think about adding value. But to be able to play now is definitely going to require some new thinking out there. Hang out with us and learn how to grow your food business. Hello, and welcome to episode number 110 of the Food Startups Podcast. Today's show, we have... M&R Specialty Trailers and Trucks, and they're going to tell us about the food truck movement, why they think certain food trucks are successful, and how they pivoted their business to service the food truck industry as their main focus. Because as you know, food trucks are an exploding boom in the United States and and pretty much all over the world, or a lot of countries, uh, not just the U.S., and they're down in Jacksonville. And they build about three food trucks or trailers per month. And it's really interesting to me because I'm trying to apply this to my own business. What waves are going on and what I'm working on, you know, what waves can I ride? By wave, I mean, you know, surges in in demand and interest in changing consumer behavior to capitalize on. So we talk about all this stuff and, and why they think certain food truck companies are successful and their own experience of focusing on food trucks. They have an amazing YouTube channel as well that I encourage you to check out. Side note, it was very difficult for me to watch because I was on a 60-hour fast and they're doing these amazing you know, renovations and getting the installation of everything into a food truck to the needs of the client uh, you know, for like slow-cooked barbecue, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yeah, very hungry watching it. And uh, I, I suggest all of you to check out the videos, which will be linked to on our website at foodstartupspodcast.com slash food truck. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the show. So, have you ever wanted to start a food truck? Well, we have some experts in this space, but they're not food truck operators. They build food trucks and food trailers, and they've seen successful food truck operators and ones that have had difficulties I'll give you the, the recipe for their company. Mix one seasoned business owner with construction experience, which is Bob Pearson, one high potential business partner proficient in computer-aided design like CAD and online marketing, that's Richard Willis, one SBA-backed loan from Community Credit Union, money, and doing an amazing job with the food truck industry that has just exploded and is now a billion or over a billion dollar industry. The name of the company is MNR Trailers, based around the Jacksonville area. Well, Richard and Bob, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. So starting out, can you tell us, I guess, tell us how you discovered that, that food trucks were a huge potential for, for your business? Well, Matt, about eight years ago, we had a trailer company, which we built nothing but utility trailers and some interiors for cargoes. And a few people would come in and ask us, bring a truck in and say, can you put this barbecue in this truck? I mean, a little gas barbecue, which we didn't know anything about food trucks. And 
we said, well, I guess we could put it in. We figured out how to put it in. And while we were putting it in, someone would come by and go, wow, you think you can put a sink in my truck? And after four or five comments like that in one week, we said, you know what, there's a market here for this. And this was before you ever seen a food truck on TV or ever seen one out there hardly on the street. You'd see an old truck parked in front of a gas station selling shrimp or something. We said, you know, I think mobile restaurants, there's something there. So we decided with my background in the building industry, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're going to do it to the codes of the areas so that the trucks are safe, nobody gets killed, and uh, hopefully do them right. And Richard sat down and says, well, I think we need to put them all on AutoCAD, draw them, and get them put together before we start so we can get the bugs out. And we did a couple, and, and before we knew it, we were swamped with, with food trucks. Wow, so you're definitely solving a, uh, a big need in the market. And listeners, you can find this podcast at foodstarterspodcast.com slash food truck. And I'm gonna link to the YouTube channel. And I recommend, you know, check out a couple of videos that they have because it's really, really involved getting a food truck or trailer ready. And one thing that a lot of us may not even think of, especially if we're not in the restaurant business, is the permits and building codes and all that stuff. I guess a big part of your business, of your success is understanding how that works so that if someone buys a truck, they'll be able to run it without problems. It's very important that you understand that these trucks are going all over the country and every municipality has a little different rule here and there. It's, you better know what it is and we make it a point to do the drawings and have our customers go to their local area, show them them prints, get some input from that department so they know what's coming. And then if we have anything that we feel is not just something small, we'll call the billing department, get the proper information from them to make sure that individual's truck, when they get it out or trailer, that he's ready to operate without finding out that there's a problem. And uh, that's important. Yeah. And I guess one of the goals of today's episode is to get an idea how much would it cost for a food truck and a food trailer? And just to explain to listeners, a food truck is a drivable trailer. You have to hitch on to an additional truck. And there's pros and cons, which they do a great job on their website uh, talking about. I mean, this is, I think it's amazing too. The website, I was really impressed. It's a great, it's not just, okay, buy a trailer or buy a food truck. It's saying, here's what you need to consider. So you're kind of educating people you know, before they buy. But getting back to my question, can you take us through starting a food truck or trailer, the ballpark cost in terms of getting it ready to run and maybe we'll add in a couple of grand for miscellaneous business expenses, forming an LLC, et cetera, insurance to start a food truck? Well, like you said, Matt, there's differences. There's, there's trailers and trucks. And a lot of people, some people get that confused that, that there is a difference. But to start out with a truck, a uh, base price is going to be roughly around fifty-five dollars to $65,000. And that includes a, a used truck and a generator and all the equipment and everything you need basically to get started with your business. A trailer is going to be about $10,000 lower than a truck, but, you know, somewhere about forty-five dollars to 55000 with the same equipment, the same generator. Um, it is a little bit cheaper to get started with a, a trailer than it is a truck. Regardless, what we do initially is do a, a CAD drawing to, uh, to spec to what the customer is looking for. And we send that to the customer, have them look at the design, look at the cost. We send them an, an itemized quote with every part of the cost line by line so they see where all the money goes. And then once they see the design of the kitchen and the price, they can make modifications, change the design of the kitchen, add some items, take away some items. 
and then eventually we'll get to a finished product to where everybody's happy, everybody understands what they're getting before we even start the build. Right, but also the buyer would have to provide a used truck as well? Well, we have uh, dealers, local dealers that we deal with that we can help them get a truck if they don't have a truck already. If they do have a truck, we're welcome to work with the truck they already have. So either way, whatever we, we try to make it as easy as possible for the customer. So if they have a truck, we can use that. If not, we can help them find one. Okay, perfect. Let's say Richard's sent me the design. It looks good. The mock-up, I say it's ready to go. And, you know, we also have a, a truck secured. How long, on average, Bob, does it take you to get the truck ready? A normal truck with uh, adequate equipment, medium size, like Richard said, at about a, the $45,000, $50,000 area, we have about a 10-week build-out time uh, for the for trailers. A truck is quicker because a trailer... We have the trailers, we buy a new trailer, we order them and have them built per our drawing so that everything is framed out to receive the holding tanks and everything the way we want them. So we have to wait on that trailer to be finished built. And that's four to five weeks there, and then it takes us about two to three weeks to build it out. So depending on when we get the trailer, uh, it, it, it makes it last up to 10 weeks. A truck, if we get the truck in, we can usually turn the truck out in two to three, about three weeks we're 100% because the truck's here. We can go to work the next day, and that's the, that's the difference. Uh, trucks allow you to be able to go in one vehicle, and then you set up and you're there. But trailers are, you can get a little more space out of the trailers. If you go to an event and you unhook your trailer and pull your truck to the side, now you can go and get groceries and do things and not have to tear down because some events, once you set up, you can't move it again, so you need to have two vehicles there. And they all have their advantages. The second thing on a truck, you got to have all the insurance for the truck. you got to have all the coverage and, uh, and then cover your interior, your, your product. If you have a trailer, when you hook that trailer to your truck, the trailer's covered, then all you need is content insurance for the interior. So there's give and takes, there's savings, and there's plus and minuses to both. It's what you're trying to do, how you want to travel, and situations for different people, is, is one's better than the other. What we try to do in the beginning, too, like Richard mentioned, the, the trucks and the trailers, we'll talk with them about what they want to do, and we'll ask them what they're doing in the business, what they're making, what appliances they need, and we'll help design the interior to fit their needs and help them. The building department is going to require a three-base sink. They're going to require a hand sink. They're going to require a water tank, fresh water. They're going to require a holding tank at another 15% greater. So we go through this with them to see so they know what they're getting and what they need and try to get them as small as they need, not bigger than what they need, but not too small for what they're trying to do. So it's a process of getting it down to the ready time to build. Right, and okay, so we have the base around 55, 60,000 for a food truck. And let's say, can, can we say maybe an extra, you know, the truck, maybe eight to 10,000 and then insurance, et cetera, et cetera, another, so maybe another 15,000 on top. So you're looking at perhaps ballpark 75,000 total for everything to be out, permits, et cetera, and, and, and selling food. That's a big build out. That's, you can get into business with a decent kitchen with a trailer for about $35,000. Okay. With the same equipment, same setup with the truck, depending on what you pay for the truck, usually they're eight to 9000 more than a trailer is going to be. Okay, but that's including a ballpark of just forming a business, any other outside costs that don't have to do with the uh, trailer or truck? Like I said, the full, 
cost of a trailer is about forty-five, fifty thousand with the generator. Obviously, you got to have a vehicle to pull it with. You got to be careful what you're pulling the trailer with. You need to, you know, at least a half ton. Most of the time, a three-quarter ton would be better. You know, there's tongue weight issues you have to account for on the trailers. With the truck, obviously, you're not pulling anything. Uh, the truck drives itself. So all in all, if you already have the vehicle, it's a little bit cheaper to get into the trailer. If you have to buy a vehicle to pull the trailer, then it's going to be about the same cost either way. Okay, gotcha. So, all right. Now, we talked about this before the episode, and I think this is really interesting, and I think the listeners will want to hear this. First off is... What types of people come out to you? Are they are they restaurant owners? Are they just people that just say, hey, I love cooking pulled pork and I, and I want to launch a food truck business? Uh, you know, what range of customers, part one. And part two, what traits do you see in the successful food trucks, the ones that are thriving their business, the ones that become repeat customers? Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Actually, we get a mix of a lot. We get a lot of individuals who that you know, that's their dream to have their own business. And we get a lot of restaurant owners and other type of previous business owners that are getting to the business as well. So it's, it's really a good mix. If I have to say, I'd, I'd say the majority of the bills we do are for individuals. And then after that, we sometimes get repeat bills for them. You know, once they get started and they get going, they realize they can build a second one. Um, we'll get that a lot as well. Well, Matt, you'll find your, your restaurant owners are looking at the cost of building a restaurant and they know that uh, brick and mortar is in one location, and they're saying, boy, I'd like to expand my business, and I really don't want to go buy another building or rent another building and put things in, hoping that that area works for demographics. When they say, well, I can go ahead and get the same kitchen I got here in this truck to do the same things and market it at from my one location as part of my business that I've got established and be a lot cheaper getting back in and having a second location. Secondly, they can move it around. If one area doesn't work, they can move it. When you do a brick-and-mortar restaurant, they know the big cost, and you're stuck. You're there. So that's kind of had the, a lot of the restaurant owners saying, instead of building another unit, I'm going to do a food truck. Then I can move it around. I never lose my equipment. If something happens, I can put it in a brick-and-mortar. But uh, that's kind of the way the thinking has been from a lot of the people we've talked to here locally. I love the versatility there because, like we talked about, again, before the podcast, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four different locations, right? So you could actually invest in a food truck, which is a fraction of the cost of a restaurant, try it out in four different locations. And based on those locations, that might tell you where you might want to invest in a brick and mortar restaurant on top. And see, the, the key with the different locations is you're offering that one, what you might have a person that makes the best cheese Philly sandwich you've ever tasted in your life. And they'll move that trailer into a location around businesses and market them businesses saying Tuesday we're having that Philly sandwich here and that, and everybody in that business will try it at one time pretty soon they'll have a following on Tuesdays everybody won't bring their lunch that day we're getting this is Philly sandwich day and then they go to another whole location and do it on Wednesday and another one on Thursday so they don't burn out the customer eating pizza every day or whatever it is so that's a big advantage yeah yeah so you're getting this kind of scarcity. So it's like Tuesday, cheesesteak day in one place. And so the kind of the novelty or the the excitement behind it, right? People look forward to it. They think about it. And because of the scarcity, you can only get it one day a week. People will adjust their schedules. That's a really good point. Okay. So I want to know, you've seen a lot of food trucks come through, you know, the, the successful food trucks, what characteristics do they tend to have based on seven plus years of building them and talking to them and getting their feedback? Well, I think that what makes them successful is that they're putting out a good product. You've got to put out a good product. You've got to be able to 
just like any restaurant. If you go into a restaurant and get a bad meal, you're not going back. If you go to that restaurant and you're just thrilled with that restaurant, you're going to look for you're going to go to that restaurant as often as you can to get that meal. And that's the same as a food truck. It's any business. If you are take if you're doing the business right and you're you're offering something that people need and something they like, you're going to make it. If you just think you're just going to throw something on the grill and hand them and they're going to come back, you're wrong. So I've seen I've seen the people with good products, even all the way from coffee trucks we build that sell nothing but coffee, but they do cappuccino machines and everything, and they're very successful because they zero in on nothing but a coffee and a, and a baked roll. We've done ice cream and trucks and trucks with snow cones, and if you put out a good product and you got a good-looking truck and you got a nice wrap on it, you got some lighting on the outside, you got some music playing in speakers, you set an atmosphere, people are happy while they're there, and that brings them back. So we do an awful lot of exterior. We do total wraps that are, uh, we have a couple of wrap companies that come right here and do them in our building before they leave, and we help them with the design, but we turn our customers right over to them wrap people. We're not looking to capitalize on that. We just want to help them get that truck out there finished. So these are the things I think that people look at. And also, Matt, a big part of being successful is social media, obviously. Uh, you've got to be able to create a following where people are going to look for you, find out where you're at, and once you do that, like Bob said, you, you have a good product and you market it well, you know, you're going to have a lot of people looking for you and hunting you down wherever you're at to, to find out where you're at. And what about turnover in terms of getting people like to pass through? How many customers do you want to pass them through per hour? Well, and then that's the next point I was going to bring up is what you're serving and how quickly you can serve it is very, very important. If you've got a line and it, whatever you're serving takes you 15 minutes to prepare to get it to that customer, you're going to lose a lot of customers. So you have to design your food product that you can get it out the window quickly. Um, at the same time, make it something worth eating, you know, something that the customer really likes to have, it. you know, which is it's just tough sometimes. It's a balancing act. So you, and a lot of that comes to the preparation before you ever start serving for that day is being prepared and organized to when you are ready to serve that you, know, you, you can get that product to the customer quickly. You need to be able to, to serve a customer every two to three minutes. That's what your, your goal is. So you calculate that out to the hour, you're looking at probably 30 people or so or more per hour that you need to be able to serve. Perfect, okay, so around 30 per hour. Now, the you mentioned design. So these designs on the trucks are amazing. Do you have in-house designers or does a client have to send you the design for the truck? How does that work? We have two different people here who run the AutoCAD who have background in designing these trucks. We actually have every piece of equipment that is... Let me uh, let me interrupt here for a second just to clarify. When I mean designing the truck, I'm actually talking about the, I should clarify this, the graphic designs, like the uh, logos oh, and the paint. Yeah. The graphic design, there are two local companies that are very good in this area that we use. We connect our customer with them and let them work direct, and then that way they can work out the, their artwork and everything themselves, get the price direct, and then they'll come here and put it on before the customer picks it up. Okay, got it. Okay. Now, listeners, I guess for the audience, and this can be found again at foodstartupspodcast.com slash food truck. So MNR Specialty Trailers, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with, someone that's interested in going into the food truck space? I would definitely say this. There's different builders out there. Make sure that they care about getting your 
layout proper so you got the right usage, you have the right, you understand where the different pieces set so you have the right traffic pattern in your trailer so people aren't bumping into each other. Uh, you know, take some time to look at all that and and not just, if you see price difference, you question why, you know, because appliances, you can buy some appliances that does the same kind of thing much cheaper than others. But then they don't last as long, and there's reasons. You're mobile, you're moving equipment around, we stick to the commercial equipment. So making sure you got the proper equipment. So a guy said, he's going to give me a refrigerator for $50, this guy's going to give me one for 100 I'm buying the 50 Well, find out why he's getting 100 So you have a true picture before you jump out there and start buying a building, then you're all upset with the builder later. Great advice, yeah. And just like the uh, restaurant industry, there's such a high rate of failure. I mean, really just any business in, in general. So these are key, key points uh, for anyone trying to start a food truck. Well, along the line of what Bob was talking about, there's also a uh, warranty that you have to look at the equipment that's in the truck. Not every piece of company likes their equipment in a, in a food truck. So there's a lot of warranty issues you have to look out for with the equipment that you're putting in the food truck. You can get cheaper equipment, but when they, if you ever have an issue with them, they may not warranty that particular item in the food truck. Obviously, health code requirements are huge. You have to, you know, the best thing to do is to start a relationship with your local health code company. Have a contact person that you can deal with directly if you ever have any questions. Because otherwise, you, you, you may have a completely truck or trailer built and not pass the health code and have to turn around and do a, put a lot more money into that truck or trailer just to pass the health code for that particular area. So those are, those are definitely key uh, items you need to look for. Well, listen, Richard, Bob, thanks so much for coming on the show. I learned a lot, and uh, I'll uh, make sure if anyone's looking to start a food truck to put them in touch with you because it's important to feel comfortable in these types of processes. We're going to invest a lot of money, you know, 40000 50000 or, or less, but still thousands of dollars. And uh, it's evident that you guys care about the success of your customers, and that uh, that's what brings you guys repeat customers. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you having us on. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, find us online at foodstartupspodcast.com.